Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 5-10-2019, the semi-daily news that even plants crave, and Anchor's number one gaming news podcast. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from GameSpot and written by Kevin Nezovic. Final Fantasy VII Remake is still releasing in multiple parts. Square Enix finally released a few or a new Final Fantasy VII Remake trailer during Sony's State of the Play presentation on Thursday. While light on new details, the video did give us another look at how the highly anticipated PS4 remake is shaping up, and now the publisher has shared a few more tidbits about the game. Following the State of Play broadcast, Square Enix sent out a Japanese press release about the new Final Fantasy VII remake trailer. According to Siliconera, the press release reaffirms that the remake will be a multi-part production and that more information about the game will be revealed in June, presumably during Square Enix's E3 press conference. The Final Fantasy VII Remake was first announced during Sony's E3 2015 press conference, but since then, details about the game have been scarce. One aspect that Square Enix did confirm soon after the game's reveal, however, was that it would be released in installments. The company further elaborated on this remark, clarifying that the remake would be made up of multiple full-size games instead of a series of smaller episodes. It will essentially be a full-scale game for each part of the multi-part series, producer Yoshinaro Kitase told Game Informer in 2016, likening the production to Final Fantasy VIII. In eight, each installment told the story from a different angle. It was kind of like approaching an unknown territory in a sense. Whereas with Final Fantasy VII Remake, we already have a pre-existing story, so it wouldn't make sense if that encompassed or if that isn't encompassed in a multi-part series so if we're just looking at each of these parts one part should be on par with the scale of one final fantasy 8 game following thursday's presentation the official final fantasy twitter account shared a message from final fantasy 7 remake director tetsuo nomura reiterating that the more details about the game are on the way soon most of the plans are already in place in the run-up to launch, so please bear with us a little longer until we can release more information next month. The message read, The Final Fantasy VII Remake is still without a release date, but it looks like the publisher is gearing up to finally pull back the curtain on the game. Square Enix E3 press conference takes place on Monday, June 10th at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. The time slot uh, is Sony's E3, or the time slot is where Sony's E3 briefing traditionally was but now they are taking it so installments um seems like a weird way to do it i don't yeah okay i don't really have much to say on this it seems silly to me but anyways second is from GameSpot and written by oscar deus a new pokemon mobile game is in development pokemon sword and shield might have already been announced but we now know there's another new pokemon game on the way from d-e-n-a dina the Japanese developer, which has partnered with Nintendo on a number of smartphone games before this, says it plans to launch a new mobile Pokemon game in the coming months. We plan to launch a new and exciting smartphone game this fiscal year based on the globally popular Pokemon franchise in partnership with the Pokemon company, Dina stated in its latest financial report. More details such as information about the game and launch timing will be announced later. The current fiscal year ends on March 31st, 2020, so we can expect the game to launch before then. Dina has previously made a number of games for Nintendo franchises, including Super Mario Run, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, 
Mitomo Fire Emblem Heroes in the upcoming Mario Kart Tour. However, the developer has not been involved in any of the existing mobile Pokemon games such as Pokemon Duel, Pokemon Shuffle, and Pokemon Quest. Now, as per the use, enjoy this saucy ad from Anchor. Third is from GameSpot and written by Eddie McCooch. Tetris 99 adds paid DLC that introduces offline modes. The popular free-to-play Nintendo Switch game Tetris 99 is expanding. A new paid DLC, Big Block, is available today and it adds multiple offline modes and more. The $10 Big Block DLC adds the following modes. CPU Battle lets you play offline against 98 CPU opponents and Marathon clear as many lines as you can. These modes are playable offline, and that's notable because the main Tetris 99 experience is an online-only game. It also means that you no longer need to have a Nintendo Switch online partnership to play Tetris 99 if you buy the $10 DLC. Nintendo also announced more details on the next Maximum Cup online event for Tetris 99. Maximus Cup 3 begins May 17th. And just like the previous ones, you get points for the matches you play regardless of how you finish. Those who get 100 points or more will receive a new theme modeled after the original Game Boy. The event runs until May 19th at 11.59pm Pacific Time. Nintendo teased that it will announce even more new modes for Tetris 99 at a later date. And last is from IGN and written by Matt Perslow. Ghost Recon Breakpoint will be an epic game store, not Steam. Ubisoft has said that the Ghost Recon Breakpoint will not be available on Steam when it launches in October. Instead, it will be available only on Ubisoft's own Uplay client and the Epic Games Store. Ubisoft confirmed the situation to PC Games and for Ubisoft PC fans, this won't come as a huge surprise. The company's last two games, Anno 1800 and The, the Division 2, have both been absent from Steam. While their presence on Uplay means they're not exactly Epic Game Store exclusives, the EGS is the only non-Ubisoft client where the game can be played. NO1800 and The Division 2 were both available at pre-release on Steam, and so a small portion of those games' player base use Valve's client. However, this is because during the pre-order period for those games, Ubisoft had not arranged their new partnership with Epic, and so had been selling them on Steam. With the Epic partnership now solidified, it means that Ghost Recon Breakpoint will only be available on the Epic Games Store. Of course, owning a Ubisoft game on anything that isn't Uplay means adding an additional step to the process of launching the game, since Ubisoft games on Steam and Epic Games Store require users to launch Uplay before it can be played. As such, the Epic Games Store situation doesn't make the process any more complicated, although many players will miss the collection of user features that only Steam provides at this time. When the Division 2's Epic Store situation was first announced, Ubisoft said that additional select titles will come to the Epic Games Store over the next year. It is not yet clear if that means every Ubisoft game will be on the Epic Games Store, or just a selection of their upcoming 2019 games. Epic Games Store continuing to take those hits, or not take those hits, but take those, you know, throw those jabs at Steam. Steam better get their shit together. And that is the news for today. Thanks for listening and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use, we use to record this show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Find us on Twitter at dadsbeardsnerds, Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdspodcast, or if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.